0: Welcome to The Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is
1: the Home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real-life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us, and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to The Home Hour, part of the Life Listen Network.
0: On today's episode, we're getting back to the heart of our show and focusing on creating beautiful homes. We're chatting with One Kings Lane senior buyer, Rachel Gurley, about online shopping for all things home.
1: We're talking about how to create your own signature look in your home, which trends to be on the lookout for, and how to get the most bang for your buck when shopping for your house.
0: Plus, America's love of crazy peacock pillows, the controversy surrounding umbrellas, and why we think antique cow inseminators may be showing up on coffee tables all over the country. All that and more on this week's episode of The Home Hour.
1: Welcome home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome, everyone, to the Home Hour. Well, as we said in our introduction today, we really are going back to the heart of our show and focusing on creating beautiful homes. And we have a really great guest. We have Rachel Gurley, who is the senior buyer over at One Kings Lane. And she just has some really good knowledge, really good insights, and she's also just a ton of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy um, chatting with, with her. And we also get to talk a little bit about one of our favorite websites, One Kings Lane.
0: Yeah, which is great. And I think worth noting, we're not specifically sponsored by One King's Lane, but we just have friends all over the world. No, I'm just kidding. But um, Rachel was kind enough to give us her time. And really, um, you'll get a lot of nuggets and kind of meaty pieces out of what she has to say, because she basically, you know, we said, if you don't have a lot of money, if you don't have a big budget, what can we do? Where are the pops of change? What's in, what's out, what's hot, what's not, what's on trend? And so she gives it to us from a perspective of someone who travels the world and is a buyer. And One Kings Lane is kind of a unique site, too, which I'll tell you about. Um, it's not just your traditional kind of manufacturer to retail site. So I think I think it actually was a really exciting interview. We think that about
1: everything we put out, clearly. Um. <laughs> well, I also like like that we talked about different price points of just what can you do to kind of update a look, because I tend to be like, I need a new coffee table. Our coffee oh, you guys, we have a puppy. He is chewing on everything. I'm just looking at our house and it's falling apart one one puppy chew at a time, but, you know, I need a new coffee table. But then I think, well, I should probably get a new couch then. And maybe I want to repaint this room. Yeah, Maybe mm-hmm. I want to tear down that wall. And it's like, no, you can just, you know, spend $25 and get a new pillow. You can do small little details and they can change the look of things. So we talk a little bit about how to how to just kind of come in and update a, a, a few fun things. And, and that's fun. But before we get into our interview with Rachel, we do have a sponsor for this show.
0: Yes, we are so excited. We are welcoming back Annie's Kit Clubs again. And basically, Annie's Kit Clubs are boxes that are uniquely crafted and put together they have two kits they have a creative girls club and those are for girls roughly 7 to 11 years old and they're just really fun craft project things that girls can do and then there's one for boys the young woodworkers club and i had the opportunity to try the young woodworkers club for my sons and we had a blast building it It came with um high quality all-in-one project kit that we had different um Tools that came with it, real life, large tools. And the Life Listen Network has partnered with Annie's Kit Clubs to offer a massive savings on your first shipments. So the first few months you'll get 50% off the Young work Woodworkers Club or 80% off the Creative Girls Club. And all you have to do to learn more about this offer is visit Annie's forward slash life. So again, that's Annie's KitClubs.com forward slash life. You don't need a promo code. Just head on over to the website. And um, it's just really fun. I mean, I'm thinking of using it for birthday presents. We go to a lot of birthday parties and the deal they're offering is so significant that I think it would be really fun to, you know, give to a couple kids that we know really well, just so they can have something fun and crafty to do with their families.
1: Right. I was actually going to mention that, too. I was thinking it would make a really good um, idea to tell my mom, who's always looking for new gifts for my kids. And I'm just I'm so tired of toys and all the clutter. Um, my my daughter got to try the Creative Girls Club and she had a wonderful time. It it kept her engaged. It kept her busy. She was younger than the seven to 12 and and she was still able to to do it. So it worked out really well for her. Um, and she just had a fun time. And then it was nice because everything I needed was right there in the kit. And when we were done, I just got to say, OK, you know, we don't need to store a bunch of art supplies. It was just a great way to spend an afternoon. She wasn't on her device. She wasn't watching TV. She wasn't driving me crazy. Um, and it was just a really nice thing to watch her be creative. And we had a lovely time. It was a really nice, high-quality kid. So again, um, the deal is a little bit, you know, confusing. It's only a dollar ninety-nine uh, for the Creative Girls Club, and only nine ninety-nine for the Woodworkers Club for these introductory, uh, introductory months. Um, but, you know, there are some details. So you want to go ahead and check out that website that Graham mentioned. Um, and, you know, it's just a, a subscription service where you can cancel at any time. You're not committing to anything. But it's a really lovely service. And both of our kids really enjoyed it. So go ahead and give them a try. Again, it's annieskitclubs.com slash life. Thank you, good. Annie's Kits Club. Um, okay. So back to our show. One Kings Lane, Rachel Gurley. I think we just we just played the interview, Graham. It was really fun.
0: It was a delight. Enjoy. And we're now here with Rachel Gurley, and I am going to throw you a little bit of a softball because I love names and I love nicknames. I guess that's growing up as Graham Cracker. Um, do people <laughs> call you Gurley Girl?
2: Hi, <laughs> your wish last name is I would have a big T-shirt. Unfortunately, it's my married name, so I've only lived with it for about a year and a half. And he's Italian, so he pronounces it girly, but I am trying to do a rebrand for girly because the girly girl is just so cute. Just I love so that good. you thought I've of it. rebrand.
0: G-R-L-I. Yeah, of course. So you're in the biz. You're thinking rebrands. You are. I mean, and yeah, it's very exciting. So kind of give us the overview for anyone who doesn't understand One King's Lane and what it is and how one would shop it. Can you kind of explain it for our audience?
2: Totally. Graham, I think that that's a question on a lot of people's minds when I tell them what I do because most people know us as a home decor site, but they aren't quite sure where everything comes from. So hopefully I can demystify that. There are three ways that we source product and whatever the source of the goods, the buying team here in New York curates the selection for things like quality, value, and of course, great design. But they come from different sources. So the first, which is the largest way we get product, is from businesses or artisans that make the goods and then ship directly to the customer once an order is placed. So Mm -hmm. these are places like upholsterers in North Carolina, where once you order the sofa, they make it by hand and then ship it to you when production's complete, or they carry stock in their line and ship it directly to customers as the orders come in. So that's really easy for us because we go and check for quality and then we just put it on the site and they handle the logistics. The second way, which is super fun to source for, is by placing buys on product from unique purveyors who aren't able to ship directly to the customer. That's usually brands who are like, based in Paris and make super cute baby onesies, or they're really small artisanal makers who are firing ceramics in their backyard kiln. So they make a lot of things exclusively for One Kings Lane, and because of that, we place a buy on the product and ship it ourselves out of our warehouse. Things like holiday ornaments that people don't want to carry year-round. Those types of things, too. And then the last, which um, is our vintage channel, is a marketplace business. So Vetted Vintage and Antique dealers source product from all over the world, and they submit it for consideration on our site. And once we give it the seal of approval, it goes live. And then you can order it. And again, the vintage dealer ships it directly to the customer. So the combo of old and new product, artisanal names, big brands, Gives the site this unique feel of an eclectic mix of styles, high-low price point, um, and that's what everyone's personal style is anyway.
0: Wow, you would think you were the senior buyer for One Kings Lane. I mean, you—you <laughs> you know your stuff, Rachel. You really. Um, I don't even think I have a follow-up question on that one. Well, that's exactly what it is. Cause I remember like the just fanfare. I mean, I remember when One Kings Lane first started, and it was. Everyone was buying. I mean, and still is to an extent, um, but it was like this fervor. And I remember it's like, oh, I got it on One King's Lane. And I just remember how hot it was. But it does have that one of a kind. Like when I look at kind of a beautiful Louis XVI chair that I know there must not be another one of anywhere out there. That's why that's happening. It's because those are your vintage dealers.
2: You're right. And you totally nailed the evolution. We started as a flash sale business when that was the craze and guilt was out that, And Bonne-Privé had really pioneered it in Paris and we thought there should be a version of this for home. So Susan and Allie, our founders, have got some investors together and pitched an idea. And it really was so popular. I mean, the products that we were selling at times were a little embarrassing. It was things like this peacock pillow that has an embroidered, bejeweled peacock on the front of it. What do you mean? It, I have like, like four of those. <laughs> <laughs> you and like 100,000 other Americans, apparently. Yes. But um, the craziest stuff would fly off the shelves in thousands and thousands of units. But then we realized that our customers actually weren't just coming to us because of the value component. They wanted really unique product. And this marketplace model allows us to get a lot of those Louis XVI chairs that you'll just find upholstered in the most unique fabric, and then never again.
0: That is cool. That makes me think of all those Groupon's I once amassed when that site first came out. <laughs> I think I still, I still have do Groupon. Rubs. Oh, I mean, I haven't. I think I. well you're surprised. still doing Groupon, Rachel?
2: I mean, the facial deals are so good, and skincare is no joke at this age. <sighs>
1: Oh, I know. We'll we'll refer you back to episode one oh six, I think, (laughs) where we discuss this in detail. Um, Okay, so who is the average One Kings Lane shopper? I mean, is this the new way that you think people are going to be buying furniture and home accessories? Like, is this is this it?
2: I mean, it keeps evolving. It's so hard to keep up, especially with virtual reality and all of the videos that vendors are coming out with. But right now, the One Kings Lane shopper is just that woman that has the taste level. be her own interior designer. So all she needs is access to the product that you would ordinarily only get through a design firm or going through a design center with your decorator. Um, And even if it's something small, like you're just looking for a statement cocktail table, or if you're like fully redoing your entire house, we have a team of in-house designers that can coach you through it. But really the goal is that it's your taste, it's your style, and we want you to feel comfortable in your home and No one can really achieve that quite the way that you can.
0: I have to say, I love the site, the way you break it up um, as far as kind of different taste levels, because people do that. And I've seen that on many other sites that I'll go to for design, but yours are actually really well done. (laughs) Like when I clicked on, I think the one that said kind of traditional weekend home, I wanted every single thing in every single room because that (laughs) it really was my style, you know, not just kind of a modern day hodgepodge of what I guess buyers think you know people who like right. traditional homes like it was it was very nicely done um but how did you right. get into this business that, yeah you yeah
2: say? that's a great question people come to buying all different ways and i actually came through apparel which is a common trend around here at one king's lane which is probably why we like such outlandish upholstery fabrics but i started an apparel at gap inc out in san francisco they have this training program they recruited at my college and i didn't even really quite understand what a buyer was so i got really lucky Um, Because it's a great place to learn the business. And I still keep that fashion mindset top of mind when looking for home decor. But here and now at One King's Lane, the role of a buyer really varies by category and by day. But it's always so much fun. Um, Whether shopping in Paris at Maison et Objet for the latest in small decor design. Or working with American manufacturers to make things that we wish existed. For example, a good-looking reclining chair. I promise you we have the best-looking recliner you'll ever see. If you thought a feminine recliner couldn't be made.
0: Wow. It's true, yeah, because they're kind of rough and tumble.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because One Kings Lane is starting to make its own product, right? Like, my coffee table is One Kings Lane brand. Okay,
2: okay. Yeah, but we haven't been telling the customer that we've made it. So we collaborate with our vendors to get the great product that's in their lines, but then also to say, you know, we feel like the proportions on this are a little bit off. Can you adjust it here? Or it's great in pink, but we think that navy is really like gonna be the summer hottest color. So they'll make adjustments and then it'll be exclusive to one Kings Lane, but we're not true. We don't have like a design team that's sketching things from the ground up. It's all in collaboration with people that really know what they're doing.
1: That's so cool. I think that's one of the reasons why the stuff on your site just looks—it just looks so good, and and it also—it's you're not going to walk in and your home's not going to look like everyone else's home, you know. Sometimes it's like you know, not to knock you know other stores, but like sometimes it's kind of like, oh, that's very Pottery Barn, and that's great. Pottery Barn's pretty, but it's you know what I mean. Like I feel like you kind of lose that individual taste because everything is—they nailed it, totally. But then it looks the same over and over and over again. I love that. Yeah, you guys if beige are a or bit gray,
2: gray is not your color. It's <laughs> tough out there in the mass market. So we like to bring a little fun to that.
1: Okay, so what what is the biggest seller? What drives kind of the most volume sales on your site, and what do people seem to be most open to buying online?
2: That's a great question. And of course, because furniture is such a high price point, the top sellers are always within that category. But the things that have persistently been top for like the past three or four years, ceramic garden stools and raffia wrapped furniture. The most units sold are items like oversized baskets, sterling frames, any Christmas ornament with a dog on it. In the summer, a <laughs> heck of a lot of beach towels, <laughs> but... As far as like real volume, people love a blue and white garden stool.
0: Okay, you mean the ceramic ones?
2: Yes, and they're pretty versatile. I mean, it makes sense. For $100, you can get something Mm -hmm. that is indoor-outdoor. It could be a side table, a surface, a seating area. Mm -hmm. Or something for my
0: four-year-old to drop over and break. Graham, I'm <laughs> so
1: glad you said that because I walk by them all the time and think, I really want that. That would right. look really good. This is going to last two weeks, maybe they They're, they're three.
0: stunning. I love them. I want them in my house. I have four places I could use them. I like will pull the trigger, but I I can picture it. I picture my four-year-old tipping it over onto its side, my seven-year-old saying, get in to the barrel, to the bottom of it, because I think it's hollow on the bottom, <laughs> right? Him he, climbing is. in, getting himself stuck, and then my son rolling him down the hall until it breaks into a pile. <laughs> of smithereens. But I do see how that's a big seller, and I like right. them. I
1: like right. them a lot. These are people who don't have five real boys in their house.
0: I mean, um, sorry, I'm just backtracking. Do you know what I spent this morning doing before this delightful interview with you, Rachel? My son thought it would be a really good idea, my four-year-old, to climb up onto my island, this was yesterday, and sit in the bar sink on it, um, which was a great idea. Like Sit in the sink. The sink is about like 12 by 8. The sink promptly fell through the island, crashed into the cat food, down into the bar. My son with
1: it. (laughs) Stop. I hope he wasn't hurt. eh, Oh, you're so nice. I'm thinking about the island and the the kitchen. (laughs) And No,
0: the first thing I said was, literally, I mean, because he's just a delightful son. I said, I told you not to climb on the island. (laughs) This is while he's like falling through the hole before I even
1: pissed him out. <laughs> all right keep going so More for tries. you guys
2: maybe ceramics will wait, we'll will wait decorative s- pillows
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> talk to us about things that we can wash okay so vice versa what what is it that you just thought we're never gonna sell this and then it sold like hotcakes what well, what has surprised you
2: well graham's embroidered peacock throat pillow was yes <laughs> always a surprising one but Also, collapsible trunk organizers. When I first started five years ago, we couldn't keep them in stock. People just love the idea of organizing their trunks. And then silver plated julep cups. Oh, yeah. They're these collapsible, like, accordion containers that I guess you put... I mean, I live in New York City, so I don't have this.
1: Yeah. Okay, actually, Rachel, we're going to have to...
2: I really miss that.
1: We're going to have to talk after the show because I... I actually, I'm not kidding you, at breakfast this morning said, we need a trunk organizer. Do you think anyone makes one? I'm not kidding you. (laughs)
2: Oh, my gosh. Mark and Graham has the cutest tartan one, and they can monogram it.
1: Oh, my
0: gosh. I love how you're, and you said you had some good. um, Oh, we're going to get to that, Graham. We're we're going to get get to that. that. Okay, so Um, let's talk about
1: trends, Rachel, because Graham and I are both more on the traditional scale. We're. We're both pretty kind of classic in our taste, not so modern. Um, and we don't really jump on every trend, but you know, sometimes we also our, our biggest problem is that sometimes our house looks kind of old ladies. Yes. So totally help us. Talk well. to us about trends, what we can do, what's coming next, and what what we can do to like jazz up our old lady traditional look. Oh my gosh,
2: you're my people because I'm such a stuffy muffy. But the good news <laughs> for all of us is that we've been in this cycle where mid-century and global, like Moroccan square tufting, hairpin legs, all that's been so hot. And Look I think twenty eighteen.
0: I'm sorry. I'm so into <laughs> I mean
2: anyone that's been to West Elm, I think, can deliver on that. <laughs> um I really think 2018 is going to bring a return to traditionalism. We're already seeing more rich fabrics like velvets, which is actually super durable and a great option if you have kids, Um, chinoiserie, twalls, dark wood popping up in furniture. So everything's cyclical. But as far as like true trend trends drop in the bucket, like what you're going to see on apartment therapy, my guess is that millennial pink, which has been the color of the past few markets, is transitioning into this gray cast lavender that we've been seeing at textile market. The new accent wall is actually the ceiling. People wallpapering the ceiling are doing a bright color there. That's a really interesting element. And then all sorts of like unusual artisanal things continues the trend of people wanting local and artisanal and like really special, unique product with a maker story behind it, which we've seen in food and we've seen in fashion and is just making its way to home but you're on the right track. I mean, collect things that are true to who you are and your house will be, you know, your home. So if you love traditional, go for traditional. Okay.
0: And sometimes I like a nice mix of modern though. I mean, to, to throw in there. I mean, I think that's kind of a neat element as well as putting in kind of a, you know, a lucite side chair next to, you know, an old kind of Wait, I'm going to stop you, Graham,
1: to. because I know the reason you like that little bit of modern, and it's because of your grandmother. So you're still going old lady. You're just <laughs> going a very specific old lady. That's what, that's what you're doing. That is true. Um, okay, part. I like that. Um, okay, so what about brass? Because I'm a little, I was, I, I don't want to take credit for the brass craze, but I will say, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm More going should to. should you. <laughs> Kirsten, Kirsten, I liked brass before brass was cool. That's all I'll say. I think that's on the show website. (laughs) Okay, I am taking credit for brass. Um, But now I'm worried it's over, but I didn't do it because it was a trend. I'm doing it for the love of brass. Is brass done? Don't worry, Kirsten. Brass was
2: done, and now it's back in brushed brass. Yeah, I I don't have time to brush on my brass, right Last year.
1: (laughs) what's Um, a girl to do and I just bought a brass coffee table from one king's lane so you better you better save this are you just does the service come with you coming to my house to make my brass less (laughs) shiny
2: we can make that happen I actually just bought these giant they're like life-size brass animals for the site from Paris they're on the site now so if you've ever dreamed of like a tiger in real scale full brass Mm-hmm. That can happen for you. But I've I- always had this dream of like two brass cranes standing next to my sofa, and I decided this was the year that I make it happen. It's
0: a very specific dream. And also, what is your apartment like in Manhattan that <laughs> you have room for? Life size brass zoo animals.
2: That's the
1: issue. Just I've got the storage in
2: Connecticut. <laughs>
1: just the necessities. <laughs> Ironically, both Graham and I have life-sized lions in our homes, so we, do. we don't need the I brass versions. <laughs> okay. We do. In um, fact, I actually just spoke to a
0: frame uh, a guy the other day and I said, "I have a really interesting thing for you to hang. I do. I have a giant lion and I need to have it hung on the wall." Um that's yeah. Neither that's neither here nor there. It isn't. Okay. So I would have made some update. fabulous. <laughs> well, I mean, you want to resell it? I, could I be one of your vintage approved dealers? <laughs> <laughs> I could make I could make
1: some side money. I'll just take pictures. This would oh, probably
2: yeah. do well down there. We don't have many out of
1: Arizona. Oh well, Graham's uh, in uh Graham's in Birmingham. Um, oh, yes. nice. Yes. So okay. Anyway, I want to I want to talk about some very specific updates because I know you have ta- talked specifics, and when you say things, I'm like, wow. She just knows. She's like a decor magician. So if I had certain amounts of money and I wanted to get the highest return on my investments and make some updates to my home, what should I buy if I've got $50 to spend?
2: $50. You should go to the Home Depot and buy a cocktail tree. It grows with lemons and limes, and it's really easy to keep alive in a pot, and it's only $30. So you'll be making gin and tonics for years to come. Talk about ROI. And there's budget left over for a cute wicker basket to put it in.
1: You are if you don't throw, have a green Rachel thumb,
2: you can update your hardware from from shiny to brushed brass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like those are both just on one fixture. Those are both. That's a that's a great idea. So you think a cocktail tree would grow inside?
2: Oh yeah, it's my go-to housewarming gift too. You just get a cute wicker basket from Cost Plus World Market, cocktail tree from the Home Depot, and you've got Meyer lemons and key limes.
0: Genius. And they they both grow on one tree. Yeah. Same
2: tree.
1: Yeah, because we actually is, have a cocktail tree in our yard, but I that don't, is don't ge- have one okay. inside.
0: I'm putting that, put that in the show notes, Kirsten. Put that on Instagram. Put that everywhere. <laughs> put that, that, that in, in my living out. room.
2: We should have a whole separate <laughs> episode on gifting. I've got go-to gifts for any occasion. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. <laughs> actually, we will schedule you. Thank you, Rachel on
1: part Rachel Gurley we'll be back <laughs> everybody. Okay, so what if what if my budget just increased because you did so well with my fifty? What would you do with two hundred and fifty dollars?
2: Ooh, that's a big increase. Well, you um, did very well. Two fifty. <laughs> I would go. Oh my gosh! eBay has the best antique and vintage Persian and Ushak rugs for well under two fifty. And the most common sized rug in the Middle East is that prayer rug, which is two by three, which looks super chic in front of a kitchen sink. And antique rugs last forever.
1: Oh, that's such a good idea. That would look really pretty, Jessica. A the runner kitchen. next
2: to your now destroyed kitchen
1: island, Graham, to just do <laughs> Just, just move the eye away from the mess. All right, now, now here comes the big one. You've got a thousand dollars. You're gonna spend it on your house. What can I do, Rachel?
2: Light fixture. Every time, it's the jewelry of the room. I love updates like switching out your bedside table lamps for wall sconces. Or replacing Mm -hmm. ugly flesh mounts with, like, a really cool design from Visual Comfort. It makes any bland, ordinary room feel super special.
1: You know, can I tell you, I was at Target the other day, and they had the prettiest navy and brass, um, like, side wall sconce. I'm like, oh, those would be so cute in a little boy's room. Mm. And they were, like, $45. Well, and she's
0: probably adding in money for the electrician to come and help install all these things.
1: Yeah, let's not create
2: any fire hazards, guys. That's Professional true. Professional installation. Safety first.
0: Um, wow. Okay. Do you have any more ideas? Just because I want to stay on this topic. What else? I'm going to give you another
2: $90, Rachel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you have in your wallet right now, Graham? Yeah. Actually, I have Graham, a dollar. Venmo okay.
2: me 90. I'm going to send you send me from something. Amazon my go-to umbrella stand. It's blue and white blue and white like ceramic chinoiserie it's got some beautiful design on it of ladies walking with an umbrella hmm. but you use the leftover money to get a really chic stick umbrella and just keep hmm. it by our front door it's a beautiful foyer statement it'll save your wood floors a lot of grief
1: i love that that is great although, although i'm totally know- faking it in arizona it's like my rain boots like we have these for the one <laughs> day it rains i've got my trusty umbrella and a stand <laughs>
0: I do know. I love it and I love an umbrella stand and it makes sense and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous. So I give you an A plus, but you have to you don't know this about me. And this is not that anyone even cares. I hate umbrellas I have a vendetta against them a personal (laughs) umbrella vendetta I would have one I'd be a poser but that's just a personal gram thing like the fact that I'm a known non-dermaphobe that I can't because I never have a spare hand like I'm I'm one of those girls who would wear an umbrella hat you know the ones (laughs) actually that's not true I don't hate the concept of staying dry in the rain I just hate the concept of like I'm always holding a purse I'm usually carrying a child I'm usually trying to do anything I never have a spare hand for an umbrella
2: well, toss your yoga mat into your umbrella stand and make and like a tennis racket. No, like no, pain. I'm buying
0: what you're saying. The bamboo umbrella is the <laughs> right answer. Like I gave you the A+. Plus. It is the correct answer. It's just a personal quirk.
1: <laughs> I can totally <laughs> picture Graham in an umbrella hat, too. That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so. With we... a peacock. <laughs> With a peacock. Stop it. <laughs> No, in all in all seriousness, though, you, when you do live in a climate where it doesn't rain often, you never know where your umbrella is because it's like you haven't used it in six months. So an umbrella stand actually is a very practical thing, as well as being beautiful. So, Rachel, once again, you've, you've figured out all of our problems. Okay, plants and flowers. Now, this is a very big topic between Graham and I because Graham has a great... I'm Mother that- Earth
0: and you are, you know... <laughs> I'm (laughs) mother plastic.
1: (laughs) Satan's fire pit. I don't know what you are, but like, she does not have plants in her house. I do. (laughs) They just come for a very short time and then die. And then, oh darn it, I'm on vacation right now, and I totally forgot to water my plants. Okay, so I'm going to get some of them. Of course you did. See, okay, so help us with this, Rachel. Um, Talk about plants. Are they grim? Are they? Are we in a house plant renaissance, if you will? Is this true?
2: I mean, it's just, definitely I mean, a trend. The plant mom thing runs deep like cat ladies. People who love plants and have that green thumb really go for it. And it looks awesome.
0: But if we're, you don't. are getting a little close to home with Graham. <laughs> What's your problem?
2: Uh-huh. How many plants yeah. do you have, Graham?
0: I have many, many plants. I probably have upwards of 25.
2: I'm, I think I need it to put crosses a... a line when you go away for the weekend, you have to hire someone to feed your plants. <laughs>
0: Or hold on. How about this? Does it cross a line when you have a special watering can with like a long nose spout, and you sometimes put on reading glasses that are on a chain, and you have a special cardigan you wear when you water your plants?
2: As long is that as what your picture?
0: Read to them. Maybe we'll accept. I put on it. classical music for them. Plants grow in classical music. Everyone knows that. Okay, That's Rachel, true.
1: but we cut you off. So what were you saying about plants? What what is what is the hot what is the uh, topic with plants besides the cat lady problem, which we do have.
2: I think plants, especially ones that kind of grow over the edge, like the sweet potato and the ivy type varieties, are super hot. But if you don't have a green thumb or if you live in Arizona where every time you bring cut flowers in the house, they're going to die in a day, and you decide to go faux, like that's fine. Silk flowers can be beautiful depending on the flower. Like faux orchids look so real, I can barely tell the real thing from the fake at market. But if you decide to go faux, the smaller the better, and definitely use them sparingly if you are a gram and have the green thumb and can go for real go for it
0: Mm -hmm. that's when Home Depot is good too because you can return your plant for up to a year and so if it dies like it will if Kirsten's in charge you can just keep rebuying your
1: plants
2: I'd heard that, but them. I don't know if I could live with the shame of walking into Home Depot with oh, all no. those oh. gardeners. Oh, it's and my so dead shameful. Plant. You,
1: you yeah. get over it. You get over it you real get over quick, it real fast. Real fast, <laughs> Rachel.
2: <laughs> At the holidays, I always try and do dried so that no one knows. You know, if the garland's up high enough, dried boxwood, real boxwood looks like the same thing. But plastic boxwood looks very plastic.
1: Right. So You're so
0: right. You're so right. There's some things people do well and some things we just can't seem to. Get a handle on.
1: Right. Um, I do love, I do love dried boxwood. And the thing is, it lasts forever. I have a couple dried boxwood topiaries that have been, I mean, I don't even want to say how long I've had them. Probably longer than my kids. They still look good. So Okay, I'm so excited about our lightning round. Yes, let's get to the lightning
0: round. Because, like, I love everything you're saying. I just want you to talk more. Let's stop talking, Kirsten, (laughs) and let Rachel talk more.
1: (laughs) Okay, lightning round. You know how lightning round works. You, here we go. You are being treated to free wallpaper for one room in your house. Which room?
2: Dining room, and I'd like the new Day Gourmet by Aquazera collaboration, three double rolls.
1: That was so specific. Um, okay. Well, I, I would
2: assume that I'd already have a powder room because that's more affordable to wallpaper, smaller. Oh, you're and really getting the also most a out a mud of your- room. So, okay. like, if I'm g- being treated, I want the dining room. Okay. And do you
1: ever worry you're going to get sick of it? Oh yeah, but, but that's it. Okay. She's being treated. It's a freebie, Kirsten. You wrote the question. (laughs) Well, maybe it's because I want a wallpaper room, but I'm scared I'll get sick of it. I just want to know if other people deal with that fear.
2: Use temp paper. I I should. I should. should It's real wallpaper, just with a different type of glue. Right. Right. Do you like temp paper?
0: Have you had good experiences, Rachel?
2: Yeah, I think that they do. One that looks kind of like a Gracie home, Gournay, like the Chinoiserie Birds and Floral. Mm -hmm. That looks awesome. Um, it's not as cheap as you'd expect it to be, but it's easy to put on and off. You could probably do it yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, wait, which website is the... Who's your favorite temp wallpaper? Because we've had a couple people bring up temp wallpaper.
2: Uh, well, that's a brand, Temp paper. Tempaper, brand. But every... I think York Wall Coverings also has a removable option that's really good, but it does require water to apply.
1: Okay, okay. Um, yeah, we had a we had a real life home remodeler, and she had mentioned um, another brand as well, and I can't remember what she had said, but it, it is that is does seem a little less intimidating. Okay, Graham. All right, you're being forced to paint your front door a bright color. What color do you choose? Hydrangea blue. Gorgeous. Says the girl
0: who carried hydrangeas in her wedding.
1: Um,
0: so <laughs> nailed it.
1: Graham, what color would you choose?
0: Oh, my front door. I think I'd pick pink. Pick up coral, but I'd have to repaint the whole house. High gloss, obviously. High gloss without being said.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, my my front door is hydrangea blue. So, yes. And it
0: is beautiful. Yeah.
1: Nice. Uh, what
2: what I would give for a front door in New York City. <laughs> oh
1: you guys are living the dream. It's called Country Home is actually the name of my, the color I chose. So oh, that's um, gorgeous. Okay. Well thank you. You are from Florida and now you live in New York. So I'm obsessed with Florida and Graham is from New York. If you only had to wear one outfit, would it be would you be in a pink and green sundress or a black cashmere sweater?
2: well it's snowing today so. oh, no. cashmere turtle deck all day every day but oh. my closet definitely has a corner that's like a lily pulitzer lair so I flip on this season you two are like sisters from another
1: mother that's great I love it okay what is your favorite accessory to put on a coffee table ooh a match striker
2: or a vintage hotel ashtray from somewhere really cool
1: that is
0: cool that is cool. But what if somebody started smoking in your apartment? I know you're really yeah,
2: opening
1: the door to smoking. That's
0: true.
2: <laughs> I guess, well, I guess if you're not, um, if you Feel like it sends the wrong message to your kids, stick with the match striker. I'm, no, I'm totally know, have a nice candle I mean, next to it. In our
0: home, my parents on our coffee table, we have old, antique like revolvers. They obviously aren't loaded. Um, and we also have opium pots, lots of opium pots. So oh my god, I love that. Yeah, we're not sending a very strong message. And actually, oh, and then we have something that inseminates a cow. Have you ever, like an antique cow inseminator? I don't understand why they think all this stuff is a good conversation piece, but if you can get your hands on They're actually really
2: interesting looking. (laughs) Hmm. You know, yeah. I haven't seen that pop up at vintage the market. Markets, you haven't but seen that. Now my eyes <laughs> well, are
1: peeled, guys. When the <laughs> antique cow insulator shows up on One Kings Lane, you heard it here first. Brass <laughs> and cow and Actually, hold
0: on. This is a really interesting concept called "What's on Graham's parents' coffee table?" They also have a metal chastity belt, which is beautiful. Like it's old school. Uh, I don't know where they found that thing. It really is stunning. It's like very intricate. It has a lock on the front of it. Um,
2: now, all of your listeners are going to corner the market on eBay for metal chastity belts and cow insemination devices.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, we're learning so much about why Graham is the way she is. Everybody. Okay. So, Rachel, you work at One King's Lane. If we could only have one king, who would make the best king? <laughs> Prince Charles, Prince William, <laughs> Prince Harry, or Prince George? Oh, well, George is a little young, and I'm all about Harry
2: right now in this wedding situation. The Invictus game, so inspiring. Oh. I vote for Harry, who doesn't love a redhead. Unfortunately, the only one of those who won't actually ever be king.
0: Maybe it's that's true. what makes it so seductive.
2: <laughs> Maybe. It's like you get the appeal of Prince Harry without the obligation of the kingship.
0: But see, like, that's my dream. I dream to be vice president. I would never want to be president. Vice president's the greatest gig in the world. You get to live at the Naval Observatory. Like, he's basically vice king.
2: He's also, like, a Greer-in-chief, you know? He just has to go with... It's kind of nice to make your own decisions.
1: Yeah. Agreed. 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 Um, Well, Rachel, this was so fun having you on the show. You've taught us so many things, and you're just such a fun person to chat with. Um... Couldn't you please come back and do a a gift episode? Because we haven't done a gift episode in months now. Gifts by girly. I'm sold. (laughs) Girly girl.
0: (laughs) Expect a t-shirt in the mail because that's an amazing. (laughs) At least you didn't marry into Smith. I mean, my gosh, I was a Frankel before that. At least it had a little chutzpah and something. But my grandmother says
2: that everyone in England was a Smith until they committed a crime and then they changed their name to his dementia. (laughs) So I think that's wrong. But you should run with it.
1: I love it. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being on our show. So and, great uh, chatting everyone, with you guys. If, if you've not checked out One King's Lane yet, I mean, all I'll say is you're welcome. It is so fun. It is such a great site. Um, and one of my personal favorites. So we will and link to the And Now we know the senior buyer. Mentioned we will like to all up with any questions free purchase <laughs> yeah. and Perfect.
0: i can't wait for the 80 percent coupon code you're going to share with the thousands right. of. i'm kidding i'm
1: kidding that should is a just, joke should we give your personal mobile number in case anyone does have any decorating <laughs> questions
2: we do fun. have a staff of people that will help you with your decorating questions for free so call
1: anytime that's actually wonderful thank you so much for being on the show and welcome home thank you